What is going on, guys? Nick Boss here, and coming to you today is another episode of Nick's Picks. Now, the last episode that I put up, I had to delete it because I I felt the episode was way too short. It was only ten minutes long. So I've 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 you know I've been working on other things. I've been busy with other things the last few days, but today I finally was able to get to the next episode of Nick's Picks. I try to make them anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes long. I felt like the last episode was way too short, so I kind of wanted to redo it. Okay, so anyways, that being said, let's take a look at the Week 12 NFL schedule. Um, we got some interesting matchups this week. The New York Giants last week were on by, so they couldn't lose, which is great. The New York Jets squeaked in a victory over Dwayne Haskins and the Washington Redskins. A very bad football team on both ends, but obviously the Redskins, you know, are a little bit worse. Dwayne Haskins, I don't know if he'll ever mature as a quarterback because he's in a really bad situation there in Washington. Um, anyway, so here we are with the with the games for this week. We got the Giants and we got the Bears first team up. Uh, Daniel Jones, 15 touchdowns, 8 picks. Pretty solid rookie year. I believe he's had... Three, four touchdown games this year, or two, two, four touchdown games, but he's top 10 in the league in touchdowns as a rookie, which is very, very impressive. Uh, you got Golden Tate at receiver. Uh, let's look at some of the Bears matchups with Matt Nagy. Let's be real. Mitchell Trubisky has had a bad year. He's looked better the last few games, but I'm pretty sure he just got benched recently in Chase Daniel. The Giants have played the Bears the last two years, and Mitchell Trubisky hasn't played against them either time. Chase Daniel... The Giants beat Chase Daniel last year in MetLife. Uh, he's obviously got a couple good receivers and Allen Robinson, uh, Anthony Miller, Trey Burden. Their line is pretty decent. Their defense is really good among one of the league's best still. Obviously with Khalil Mack, Danny Trevathan. You know, they took him over from the Broncos a couple years ago. You got uh, Roquan Smith. You got Eddie Goldman. You got Kyle Fuller. The safeties, Clinton Dix, the free safety. And you got the other safety they have. Uh, what's his name? Eddie Jackson. The two Alabama Crimson tied. Um, Chase Daniel lost to the Giants last year. On the road, this is going to be a tough game for the Giants. So I'm going to say the Bears will be emerge victorious, especially since they did the right thing and got and benched Trubisky. Uh, in this game, I don't expect Daniel to do good. I expect the running back, M Montgomery, I think he'll have a good game. I think that he'll have, like, if I had to make an assumption, I would say he has, like, 18 rushes for, like, 104 yards and, like, two touchdowns. I expect Chase Daniel to have, like, I would say one touchdown passing, one interception. I say the final, it's not going to be a high-scoring game, but I do expect the running back to do very well. Tariq Cohen, I think, will do a lot. I don't know if he'll score. I expect the final score of this game to be the Bears put up 20. I expect the Bears to put up 20 26 points on the Bears' end. I expect the Giants to put up... I would say the final score is Giants. Bears 26, Giants 16. I think the Giants or the Bears' defense is just too strong for a rookie quarterback, Daniel Jones, to figure out. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, the on the Giants' end, their defense isn't good. Jack Rabbit's really the only guy that's really good. Their D-line has some young talent with Dexter Lawrence, B.J. Hill, and uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, but their pass rush and their linebacking core is just a disaster. So, um, 
yeah, so first game, Giants get the victory. So let's look at the other matchups today. You got the Colts and the Texans, which is tonight. And, uh, you know, Houston. Houston and Indianapolis, they two potential playoff teams. Uh, having Jacoby Brissett healthy is, is important. Brian Hoyer, I mean, they lost to the freaking Dolphins for crying out loud. So it's good they have Jacoby Brissett back. Um, Houston got throttled by Baltimore. I know Baltimore is a great team, but I didn't think they were that much better than Houston. Their defense is a little overrated. I mean, their secondary is not very good outside of one good safety. Uh, what's his name? Justin Reed, the cousin of Eric Re- Eric Reed, I believe. Um, their receiving core, obviously, with, with Hopkins. Fuller, is Fuller even healthy? I don't even know. And their run game is bad. Um, you know, their line has improved with, you know, the addition of Tunsil. And obviously, you know, it's improved a lot. And Watson has had time to throw. Uh, Brissett going up against the Texans. It's a weak defense altogether. Um, he's got good targets in Eric Ebron. And Paris Campbell, I think, is coming back from an injury. They got T.Y. Hilton. Uh, their defense is very good with Darius Leonard leading the charge of Justin Houston. Malik Hooker, their secondary is a little problematic. I expect this to be a back-and-forth game. Watson is an MVP candidate, and it's this going to be a tough matchup. Brissett has a great line, and the Texans' defense isn't that good. And he should have time to throw. I think he'll have like a three-touchdown game. And they have... The, who's that running? Jonathan Williams is starting for them because Marlon Mack is hurt. I expect him to have a big game. I expect this to be a high-scoring game on both sides. Uh, I think it's. I think all around. I say the final score: the Colts squeak out a victory on the road. The Colts have thirty-four. The Texans have twenty-seven. Now let's go to the Hawks and the Eagles. The two birds, which is great. Uh, obviously, Wilson is five and zero with a one sixteen point two pass rating on the road this season. Carson Wentz going up a tough defense that they have. Obviously, the linebacking core, Wagner and Wright, is tough. And the D-line, obviously, they got Clowney. Uh, they, you know, they got, uh, they they what's that other guy's name? The, the uh, secondary, the corner, uh, Shaquille Griffith. Uh, they got an all-around a really good team. Carson Wentz has a good offensive line and a lot of weapons. Uh, obviously, going up, but the Hawks. This is going to be a tough game, but I'm going, to, I'm going to say the Eagles pull out the victory here. As good as Wilson's been, and they have a weak secondary, I expect him to do a lot against the weak Eagles secondary. But I, I think the Eagles, this is a must-win game for them, and I think they pull it out. I say the final score is 26-24 to Eagles over to Hawks. Now you got the Redskins and the Lions. Uh... The Lions was lost six out of their seven last game, or six of seven of their last game. You know, Dwayne Haskins has played. He actually played relatively decent against the Jets. He got sacked six times against the Jets, which is pretty pathetic considering the New York Jets. And they got two of their starting linebackers out in C.J. Mosley and Avery Williamson. Um, that being said, Dwayne Haskins is actually, he impressed me last week. He made some really good throws and tight, tight coverages. Uh, his mobility is kind of a problem. The Lions, obviously, they got Trey Flowers. They got Gerard Davis. They got Darius Slay, who's healthy, which is good. Uh, so the, the, the Lions' defense has improved, but it's still not great. Matt Stafford going up. at The, the Redskins' defense isn't actually that bad. 
Uh, you know, they've had some good games this year. I think the main problem is the coaching. Obviously, with Gruden, now the interim head coach, um, who's not very good. And the Redskins have a bad, bad defense. Or no, their defense isn't terrible. It's the offense that's the problem. Have it. Darius Geis hurt, and really outside of Terry McLaurin, what do you have? Uh, you know, you got the Josh Doxson is on a different team now. He's a first round bust. They drafted Jordan Reed is is hurt. Sprinkle had a touchdown catch against the Jets last week. I believe it was Dwayne Haskins' first career passing touchdown. Um, I expect Dwayne Haskins to have a decent game. I th- I could see him throwing another two, two. I would say it's one touchdown, two interceptions for Haskins, so not really a decent game. I say the, the Redskins don't put up any more than 14 points. I say the Lions get the victory on the road. Final score, Lions 21, Redskins 14. Okay. Now you got the Raiders and the Jets. Obviously, the Jets have the best run defense, surpassing my Bucks for the best run defense in the NFL. They held Mr. Saquon Barkley, 13 rushes for only a friggin' yard. Uh, Josh Jacobs is one of the best running backs in football, and he's a rookie. I don't expect him to do that much. I say he doesn't. He, he he gets no more than seventy yards rushing on the ground. No scores. I could see easily a Jets upset. Uh, you know, you got Derek Carr with his receiver Williams. That's good. Darren Waller, breakout candidate. But obviously, you have uh, you know other weapons they have are pretty good. But their de- the Raiders defense isn't bad. Obviously, they got a couple stud players. Max Crosby, they drafted last year in the fourth round, has played really well. Uh, you got Jonathan Abram. He's out for the year, Jonathan Abram. But you got Clellan Farrell, Arden Key. You got um, plenty of talent in that Raiders secondary. Young talent that hasn't reached its potential. That being said, the Jets continue to do what they do. I seriously think they will squeak out a victory against Oakland here. I think they're, due- they're on a three-game win streak, I believe. And I think the Jets continue their their hotness. Sam Darnold has a good game. Two passing touchdowns, no interceptions. Le'Veon Bell scores. I say the final score of this game is a New York Jets 7-14-21. The New York Jets put up 30 points on the Raiders. The Raiders put up... The Raiders rely on Derek Carr. Derek Carr has three passing touchdowns but two interceptions. I say the Jets put up 30, the, the Raiders put up 24 points. I just seriously think that if they force Carr to have to make more decisions than he should because Josh Jacobs will be ineffective, that should lead to the Jets' victory. Uh, the Saints against the Panthers, three of the last four games won against the Panthers. Drew Brees is playing well. Allen has struggled for Carolina. You know, you got McCaffrey going up against the Saints' defense. It's not all that good. Uh, receiving core outside of DJ Moore isn't that great. Greg Olson has been absentee since Cam Newton's been hurt. Uh, Drew Brees has got Michael Thomas. You've got Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray. Their secondary is the strong side of the defense with Marshawn Lattimore and Von Bell. Uh, Kirk Coleman, obviously, they, they got Eli Apple. They got some decent players in the secondary. That being said, the Saints get it done. They put up an astounding third. They put up, I would say, I would say with Drew Brees, they put up at least... I could see them putting up like 35 points. I would say the Saints put up 35, and the Panthers put up, I think it's going to be a one-sided game. The Panthers put up 21, because Allen has not looked good in recent weeks. I mean, he's played pretty terribly. So I'm going to say the Saints get a pretty one-sided victory. You got the Browns, and you got the Dolphins. Now you got Baker, who's played better the last few weeks. He's going to, he's going to get his TD... Interception ratio, going to have more touchdowns and picks after t- this game. 
Uh, the Dolphins' defense is old. The Dolphins have played better with Fitzpatrick. I did say they'd win games down the line with Fitz. I was right. Obviously, you got Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. David, David Njoku's not very good. He returns to Miami. Obviously, he played for the University of Miami. Or Well, no, he's not returning to Miami, but he's playing the Dolphins, who are from Miami. Um, I don't I don't think – I'd say for, for Baker has a good game. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Nick Chubb is going to put on a show. I think they get the, – let's be real. As bad as the Browns have played, Kareem Hunt coming back is a huge addition for them. Obviously, they're going to have no Miles Garrett this week, which is going to hurt them or for the rest of the season for that matter, and potentially a few games next year. That being said, they come back and they get the victory. I say the final score of this game – I would say is Cleveland's going to put up 37. A strong defense for the for the Browns, although Ryan Fitzpatrick will, will find a way to get some points on the board. The Browns put up 37. Miami puts up Miami puts up 17. 37-17 Browns victory over the Dolphins. Uh, the Steelers and the Bengals. Okay, let's be real. Mason Rudolph's coming back from getting his noggin hit by Miles Garrett's helmet. Uh, the Bengals, Ryan Finley hasn't proven anything to me as an NFL starter. He has not looked very good so far. His, his strengths in college, extremely accurate, but noodle arm with no mobility. The Steelers defense, obviously with Devin Bush. Uh, is Marquise Pouncey? Yeah, I think they have no Marquise Pouncey. Their starting center is going to hurt them a little bit. Um, obviously... Mason Rudolph, he I honestly think he looked good other than that one game against Cleveland. Um, Ryan Finley, obviously, their overall offense, even at A.J. Green's pretty good. You know, Joe Mixon especially is a great running back. Uh, their defense, the Bengals, obviously, William, other than William Jackson, Geno Atkins, their defense is obviously the worst in the league by a pretty big landslide. Uh, the Steelers have Mason Rudolph, Juju, James Conner, all healthy, which is great. Vance McDonald has played good in recent weeks. Uh, you also got uh, the corners on their team that are good. Or you got they, – they got – what's his name? They got TJ Watt that's really good. They got Bud Dupree. You got Minka Fitzpatrick, one of the best midseason additions I've seen in a while with five interceptions since they acquired him in week two or week three. Huge addition for Pittsburgh. They got, Miami got a first-round pick, so it could be one on both sides. That being said, this could be a tough game. But for some weird reason – this is tough. I think Joe Mixon is going to struggle because the, the he struggled all year, and now the Steelers top one of the top tier defense of the league. He's going to struggle again. Ryan Finley will probably throw one touchdown, maybe two at most. I think I think this game is going to be pretty one sided. I would say the final score of this game, I say Pittsburgh. It's not going to be high scoring, but it's going to be Pittsburgh twenty one, Cincinnati also eleven and thirteen, and the Steelers squeak out a victory here. Now you got the Denver Broncos who got upset, who upset the Vikings last week with Brandon Allen, just like I called. Five straight games without interception. Josh Allen's played very well. The two Allens going at it. The Broncos have a tough, tough, tough defense. And that being said, Brandon Allen's got one of the best, more underrated young receivers in the league in Cortland Sutton. You got Lindsey, who's a great running back. You got uh, that tight end that's really good that they have, or you got a couple good tight ends they have. You got good receivers, even though even without Emmanuel Sanders, you got a good defense. Josh Allen is a great, great, great quarterback. Obviously, you know he's got Cole Beasley, Devin Singletary, a very good line, adding Quinn in Spain and Mitch Morse in the offseason. You got a defense. I don't know, I but for some weird reason, 
for some weird reason. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. Brandon Allen carved up a very good Minnesota Vikings defense. Brandon Allen continues to look like the two. There's three Allen starting quarterbacks. The other Allen on Carolina has had beginner's luck, and now he's starting to look like why he got undrafted in the first place. I say Brandon Allen puts an upset, pulls another upset on the road, and that the Denver Broncos' late season magic, meaningless magic, not like they're going to make the playoffs, continues. I think Josh Allen's five game five games without interception comes to an end. I still think he's going to throw two touchdown passes, one rushing. But Denver, I think this could be a close game. I say Denver wins 23-21 and upsets the Bills on the road. Tampa Bay against against uh, Atlanta. You know, obviously Winston has played pretty bad. It's not all him to blame because you know the run game can't open, can't do well, and can't open up holes for Jones. Winston has to make a lot of decisions considering the run game's ineffective. The main problem in this team, obviously Winston, is obviously because you know the way he's playing. But it's not all Winston's fault. Obviously, a lot of it's Winston's fault. But because of the way he's playing with the offensive line not being able to protect him the right way. And no, and no running back is able to, you know, really have it holes open up for him. Um, I, I don't know how this is going to go out for the Fal- for the Falcons. The Falcons are, the Bucks. you know, they lost to the Saints last week in a pretty bad fashion. Atlanta has Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Devontae Freeman, Ito Smith, Julio Jones. But their defense without Keanu Neal, they still got Grady Jarrett, Vic Beasley, Devondre Campbell, De- Deion Jones in the secondary. The Bucks' run-stop defense will do fine. I mean, they got young players that could do well in the secondary. I don't doubt that for a minute. But I just think it's going to be too much. I think, you know, Matt Ryan should still have a good game. He'll have two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Jameis Winston, uh, I think against Atlanta, weak Atlanta defense. I think he puts up two touchdowns, puts a season at 21 touchdowns, 18 picks in 11 games is the reason why the Bucks need to move on from him. I mean, there's no reason with, the, obviously, you know, the line, he's the most sacked QB in the league at 36 sacks in 11 games. Obviously, the, the run game is ineffective because of the fact that can't open polls, but let's not blame it all on them. Jameis Winston makes really bad decisions, where Hills clearly, they're clearly being an open defender in the field with no no legitimate offensive player there, and he'll throw into coverage. I'm sick of this, watching this guy in my bucks. And yeah, it might not be all of its fault, all of his fault, but at least more of it is his fault than isn't. And if that's the case, you need to move on from him. This week, I do think Winston will have a better game against a weak Falcons defense. However, I still don't think it's going to be enough. The Falcons pull the win here. The final score of this game is going to be Tampa Bay puts up 24, Atlanta puts up 27, and they get the victory. Now you got Jacksonville against the Titans. Obviously, uh, Nick Foles has played really well. Obviously, you got receivers like Chark, and you got that other. You got D.D. Westbrook, uh, Ryan Tannehill's played really well for Tennessee. You got Derrick Henry, a pretty their offensive line taking a step back. Jack Conklin doesn't look like what he's looked like in his first two years due to injuries. Quinn in Spain being in Buffalo's bad. They're bro, but their defense: Malcolm Butler, Logan Ryan, Kevin Byard, Rashawn Evans. This would be a tough game. However, however, needless to say. This is going to be tough. Ryan Tannehill, no Jalen Ramsey on the Jags defense. We still got Kalias Campbell. You still got A.J. Boye. Ronnie Harrison's playing really well. Yannick Nakui, who's a free agent after this year. The Titans have a tough test. Jacksonville, this would be a tough game. But I could seriously see Jacksonville pulling an upset here. 
on the road against Tennessee. I could see the Jag- Jaguars putting up, especially with Leonard Fournette and the way he's played, because their pass defense is good. Their rush, their rush defense is good, but not as good as the pass. Fournette's going to have over 100 yards and a touchdown. Foles should put up two, two passing touchdowns. The final score of this game, I'm going to go ahead and say the, the Jaguars put up 21 points. Tennessee puts up, actually, Jaguars put up 24. Tennessee puts up, Tennessee puts up 20. Jacksonville 24, Tennessee 20. They get the one on the road here. Dallas and New England, I, I like this game. Two of my most hated teams in the NFL. I hate the crap out of both of these teams. Obviously, Tom Brady, You many. I do think he's the most clutch quarterback ever, the most accomplished. I do not think he's even close to the most talented. I mean, obviously, you got Tom, Mr. Tom Brady, TB12, going up against the Cowboys offense with Ezekiel Elliott, Randall Cobb, Blake Jarwin, Jason Witten. Uh, you know, they, they got a really good offense. I think Prescott is not very good. I think he's a product of a good offense around him and a good... I think Dak is good enough. To, I think he's a good QB when it comes to winning games, but I don't think he's good when it comes to running a team altogether. So that being said, the Patriots have the best defense in the league, and I think... With Ezekiel Elliott running the charge, I do think he'll score at least once. But I don't think it's going to be enough. I think he'll score at least once. I do think Prescott is going to have a tough game. He's going to have two turnovers, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Or no, you know what? I say they score two two total touchdowns. They, They put up... I don't know about that, actually. The Patriots' defense, I'm going to say they put up no more than... 17 points on New England. I truly believe on the road. I don't see any way. I, it's going to be a low-scoring game nonetheless. But the, the Cowboys have a pretty good defense too. Obviously, it's Sean Lee. And you obviously got Jalen Smith. And you got Demarcus Lawrence and, and Anthony Brown and all those guys. I'd say the final score of this game is New England, 23. Cowboys, 17. Uh, the Niners and the Packers facing a, a team 9-1 or better for the first time in his career. I did not know that. The Niners, Jimmy G, I think is insanely overrated. Uh, Debo Samuel starting to prove his worth. Obviously, they got a pair of good receivers. They got the t- a couple tight ends that are really good for the Niners. Uh, Matt Bri- Breida and Tevin Coleman are big. But that being said, Green Bay gets an upset on the road here. I just have a feeling. The Packers' defense is, is really good. The young players in the secondary. Uh, Adrian Amos being one of those guys, hard-hitting safety. Uh, you got a good, solid front seven for the Niners. I think I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Carolina puts up, or Green Bay puts up, I would say the Niners put up at least against a strong Green Bay secondary and a strong Green Bay all-around defense. I would say the Niners put up at least, it's going to be high scoring. The Niners will still put up 27, but I don't care as good as the, the 49ers defense has been they're, they will not shut down Aaron Rodgers. I just don't see it happening. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers for a reason. He's an MVP candidate for a reason. The beginning of the year, you can make a case he doesn't look like the same quarterback he's been his entire life. But that being said, he's looked like a completely different quarterback. The Niners will put up 7, 14, 21 points. Or no, they, they'll put up 27. But I say that the Packers put up 31. 31-27, Green Bay gets the upset on the road against the Niners. Ravens and the Rams, obviously... You know, Rams QB, Mr. You know, our guy there would obviously with Sean McVay. I don't know. Against Baltimore's defense, 
Lamar Jackson has 14-3 in, in 17 career starts. That's that's impressive. I do think a lot of it's the team around him, but what did they do with Joe Flacco? Lamar Jackson has proven that he's a franchise quarterback. I'm a fan of Lamar Jackson. I, if, I, if Lamar could hear this, I'm sorry, man. I was wrong about you. Obviously, I, I, did, I never said he would be a bust. I just said the type of QBs that are like him that generally rely on, I thought he was going to be the next Cam Newton, a guy who has a, a cannon for an arm, but he can't hit his receivers worth of anything. Uh, his rece- Obviously, Marquise Highwood-Brown, Mark Andrews, they got a pair of good tight ends. Uh, you got Mark Ingram. The Rams defense without Ndamukong. You still got Aaron Donald, who's not playing that well this year. Uh, you Losing Tlaib is really bad. Yeah, they got Jalen Ramsey, but they lost to Marcus Joyner. This Rams team is really a one-year wonder. Yes, they got Eric Weddle, which was a great addition to their team. But that being said, does Lamar Jackson get it done? I actually, I say Mr. Jared for the Rams, I honestly think they're going to pull an upset. I think they're going to pull an upset. I think the, the the talent around Goff on offense is really, even without Todd Gurley, I, tru- I truly believe that they're going to put up 20, they're going to put up, They're gonna they're gonna put up twenty eight points on this mm, seven fourteen seven fourteen twenty one twenty eight thirty five. The Rams offense is gonna go off against the the Ravens. I'm saying the Ravens are gonna are gonna play a good game. It's gonna be a close game. That being said, I say the Rams pull out a thirty to twenty four victory on Baltimore. I I say Lamar Jackson's plays a good game. But I just think the Rams are going to gonna get the job done this week. So that being said, guys, thank you for tuning into my podcast. All right, so let's go over this again. Bears over Giants, uh, Colts over Texans, Eagles over Hawks, Lions over Skins, Jets over Raiders, Saints over Panthers, Browns over Dolphins, Steelers over Bengals, Browns over or Broncos over Bills, Falcons over Bucks, Jags over Tennessee, Patriots over Cowboys, uh, Packers over Niners, and the Rams over the Ravens. Uh... Let's see where we're at. We're at 26 minutes, which is perfect. Um, one more thing I want to discuss is that uh, I'm as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I am very disappointed with the bring up of this team. You know, the the front office has always been a joke. They've had bad ownership as long as I can remember since they've been you know since they've been a freaking expansion team in '76. They had that one good run. Where in 2003, they won the Super Bowl. Obviously, we remember with John Lynch. And obviously, we had Dexter Jackson, Simeon Rice, Warren Sapp. Uh, obviously, we got Keaton McCardle, Brad Johnson, uh, James Wilder, uh, Joey Galloway. We had a great team that year. But that, but I'm just embarrassed with this Bucks team. You know, they're, as a fan, they're making me very unproud. I mean, I'm not a fan of Winston because of what he's done off the field. As a QB, he's inconsistent. He'll have games that'll do really good and games that'll do really bad. He's got good receiver, <coughs> good receivers, and Godwin and Evans. But um, I just think that you know when it's Winston makes really bad decisions. You pair that with him having to make too many decisions with no time to throw, and sometimes where he has time to throw and everyone does his job and he screws up. You know the Bucks defense has impressed me with Devin White. We drafted him fifth pick for a reason with Levante David. Obviously, we got plenty of talent on the Bucks defense, but their secondary could be good, but it's developing. But I'm just disgusted with this overall team. I think if we're in, in the draft next year, I think we got to search for a few things, a new QB, a new, uh, a new left tackle, right tackle. Why we gave 
a revolving door at left tackle. Donovan Smith, the money we gave him, I don't know. DeMar Dotson, one year after the last six years, he's been hurt. And he and he's finally healthy a full year, but he's 32. And those injuries can come back soon. I think the Bucks need a new... Their, their draft plan should be QB left tackle, right tackle, or QB left tackle, right tackle, corner. We spent... The last few drafts of corner, Sean Bunting, Murphy, Jamal Dean, Carlton Davis, MJ Stewart. Finally got rid of that Boston Vernon Hargraves. I don't mean to be mean. He showed flashes at times, but when you're in year four, year five, it's time to be a franchise corner. Hargraves never lived up to his potential coming out of the University of Florida. So I'm, I'm happy that this team, it finally parted ways with him. But as the Bucks team, they're, they're, they're going to be no better than a 5-11, 6-10 team. Now as for the New York Giants, if you're looking at next year's draft, they need Chase Young more than anything, although I think the Skins are going to end up getting him. They need a pass rusher. They need a linebacking course to cover the tight ends and to stop the run. Their secondary is is not terrible, but it's not great. Their receiving core, like I said, their receiving core is pretty good. Saquon Barkley hasn't played well, but that's also because of the fact he's been hurt. He's coming off an injury. Uh, the Giants may need, they need a number one receiver to go across, to go with the other receivers that Daniel Jones has. Their offensive line is absolutely, gives Jones no time to throw the football. Um... It's an improvement from last year, and obviously with Jones versus Manning, Jones could scramble and escape it. Jones is also tougher than Eli. Eli's one tough guy, but I still think uh, Jones is tougher. He's bigger, stronger, and can and can move better. He's basically Eli with better passing uh, all around, in my eyes, a better passer, at least this early on in their careers. I also think Jones is also better has better mobility. I think Jones was better his first few years than Eli was his first few years, at least in my opinion. And I think... They have a bright future, but you need to get Jerry Judy from Alabama to Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. I love Golden Tate, but I think Tate's a guy to bring to to learn. To he's like a guy to teach Darius Slayton to teach Jerry Judy if the Giants go ahead and draft him. If the Giants can't get Chase Young, go Jerry Judy. Focus on pass rusher and maybe alignment to develop behind Mike Remmers and Nate Soldier, some veterans. I, I just I'm hoping for for the Giants and Buck's sake. They nail the draft next year. They both have two really bad football teams there. Anyway, guys, that is it for today. Thank you for tuning in. My next podcast will be, we're probably going to talk about the MLB hot stove offseason, the basketball season. And yeah, so thank you for tuning in. All of you have a good day and I will see you guys soon.